Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Say positive and fun, it's Esther Club. Her name is Esther. She has a club. And you're in it. And you can't budge. And you'll eat some fudge. Hello and welcome to Esther Club. I thought I cleared out all the clothes out of the frame. I didn't. There's some more. Um, welcome to Esther Club. Let's get right to it this week. Uh, actually, let's start with a quick announcement because I told you guys I would tell you um, these like low sugar gummies that I'm obsessed with are back in stock. They gave me a code for free shipping. We have no real sponsors on Esther Club. It's a fucking wild west free for all. But I'm obsessed with these and I have vowed to consider this a friendship between me and the listeners where I tell you when I'm obsessed with something and when I think you need it. And right here we have it, the Behave Gummies. You may have tried Smart Sweets. They're disgusting. They're low sugar candy. These are the new low sugar candy. These are fucking great. And if you use code Esther, you get free shipping eatbehave.com code esther free shipping i love the sour bears but i also like the regular gummies and i cannot really tell you which one to get because both are incredible and that's that okay i have a new podcast it's called bloodbath it's on youtube new episodes come out on tuesdays so i'm trying to decide if i'm going to keep esther club on tuesdays move it to wednesdays whatever it is i may be i don't know let me know do you feel like you don't want both on the same day or do you um, Bloodbath. Me, Annie Letterman, Kalila Kuhn. Is that her last name? I don't know. It's, it's a good show, though. Um, let's do a top five, uh, top five-ish. This week's top five-ish is the top five ingredients in a breakfast taco. Now, if you follow my Patreon, you saw me this weekend making a breakfast taco patreon.com slash estherworld if you want to be involved in those live streams but I'm going to tell you the top five ingredients that you need for a breakfast taco and I'm pretty sure that'll be all the ingredients in my new world famous breakfast taco but in case it's not we'll figure it out that's why it's called the top five ish okay ingredients one tortilla I use the brand siete because the YouTuber Emma Chamberlain used them, and then I got them, and they're actually really good. That's a tortilla. Then, I call it my layer of greens. So, this can be super simple. This is just almost like, you know those, okay, you know those recipes where it's like brownies, but you're actually going to sneak in uh, spinach chopped up. So your kids, oh, sweet potatoes, you know, where you like sneak in the little healthy things. I think it was Jessica Seinfeld who invented that. Um, so they, ha- so that is what I do with my breakfast taco is I just, I throw my layer of greens in there right on top of the tortilla so that it's buried, but under all the other ingredients, it's like, you don't even know it's there. You bar- And it can be any greens. I like to do a butter lettuce, a little bit of spinach. That's kind of it. Just kind of whatever. And I have some of those things in my garden right now somehow. 
I'm the worst gardener. You know, I grew all these eggplants. I was literally freaked out by them because I cut into one. It was disgusting inside. But the lettuce, I'm eating. And I also just ordered a bunch of new stuff, veggies and stuff to plant. So I'll keep you guys posted. But I got some red onions, some snap peas, um, cauliflower. We'll see how that grows. Maybe I'll post on my Instagram about it if you guys are interested. So top five-ish breakfast taco, your tortilla, your layer of thin, thin layer of greens. Next, you have your egg, your fried egg. And I have been trying to make myself fried eggs for my whole life. And I think I finally figured it out. And I, I solved some problems. And if you have a bare minimum education on making yourself food, you're going to already know what I'm going to tell you. But if you don't, I'm going to tell you. You heat the pan. You put in the oil, olive oil, generous amount. You let it heat up. So that by the time you crack the egg into the oil in the pan, it's cooking right away. It's already hot. It's tss. you. I am such. I'm in a rush. Everything I do, I'm in a rush. Rush to get it done. Rush to eat. Rush. 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 So I have not traditionally been a fan of preheating in any sense of the term. But now I learned my lesson. You want to fry your egg right? You let it fucking heat up. Two minutes, not even. It actually doesn't, it takes so little time. And then I cover it right away. So, and then I, it doesn't need, it cooks fast. And even before it's done cooking, you take it off the heat, you cover it, whatever. So, fried egg. And then I take these, the Trader Joe's hash browns. They look like the ones from McDonald's. Put that in the air fryer. At the very last second, throw the vegan cheese on top of it. And put that on the breakfast taco so that's tortilla greens egg hash brown vegan cheese okay you guys that's the top five ingredients in a breakfast taco and these tacos it's so jam-packed that you only need one for breakfast in my opinion now have i had mornings where i've had two yeah was i too full for the next few hours yeah it didn't feel good and you guys know I'm a big eater. I mean, you should know that. And this is your first time watching. Now you know. I'm a really big fucking eater. I can just eat and eat. And do I struggle with my weight? I do. <laughs> I sure do. Um, Anti-sadness this week is actually tried and true. This is two that I've always used. And it's be social, be busy. Make plans have some of those plans be social plans and have some of them be just busyness. So um, this past weekend, I actually hung out with friends kind of for the first time uh, in like a couple months, I want to say. So I went to Olivia Munn's house. Is that weird to say her whole name? I went to my friend Olivia's house, but it's like that sounds cheesier to me. So me and Annie hung out with Olivia Munn, and then the next day we hung out with Olivia and our friend Amanda Cerny, both super famous, awesome, cool people. Um, people are like, is it weird being friends with people who are so famous? And I'm like, I don't know. It's actually not. What's weird is that famous Olivia Munn doesn't know she's Olivia Munn 
She has no idea. Like one day I want to just pull her aside and be like, I have to tell you something. You're Olivia Munn. Yeah, you're, you are. She has no idea. She is so, she thinks she's me, I think. I think she just, she's so casual and cool and she's just a really good friend and a really good person. And now I'm just bragging about being friends with a movie star. And that's my podcast now? That's the content I'm putting out? I'm disgusting. I'm canceled by my, I'm self-canceling. Self-cancellation is an option in 2021. I just invented it. Um, we have a favorite taste of the week. The taste of the week is my one of my favorite flavors. It's a hard flavor to come by. It's not very common. It's not very popular. It's lychee. Guys, I will buy anything that is lychee flavored, okay? I fell in love with lychee when I had lychee flavored boba tea because Dave ordered it once like six years ago and I took a sip and I haven't been the same since. I've been chasing that high every day since. I think that's actually quite possibly the only reason I fell so hard and fast for the Behave gummies because they have a lychee flavor. Show me a lychee gummy. I can't I can't show you that. It's like lychee, passion fruit, and raspberry. It's all about the lychee. I actually wrote to them and was like, can you do an all lychee bag? And they're like, maybe. Um, but then I was like, no, there's fun in like chasing the lychee flavors in there. I can't believe how bad my content is. I am doing too many podcasts, aren't I? <laughs> I was just watching the movie Scream, which I, if you know me, you know I never watch movies or TV. I just am too self-obsessed or absorbed. I don't know. I, I watch YouTube. I just don't. It's hard for me to get into movies or TV unless I've seen them before. And I Scream is such an interesting movie. You know what is the best is watching movies that you have seen, but it has been so long since you've seen them, you don't really remember anything. So you get to re-experience the movie all over again, but like you kind of know the vibes. So you're like half experiencing it all brand new, but half like you've been here before. It's this like stroll down memory lane that is also exciting and new. It's the fucking best. I had this experience with Titanic a couple years ago where it had been like 10, maybe even 15 years since I'd seen it. And I got to rewatch it. And it was amazing. It's like you remember the big the big scenes, you know. You remember her, him drawing her naked. You remember them being in the back of the car and her hand on the window and into their steamy sweat sliding down. You remember the stupid, cheesy King of the World shit. Is that that movie? I'm the King of the World. Is that that movie? That's such a dumb line. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Is that Titanic? I know it isn't. Uh, 
So you remember and you get to like re-experience. It's the best. Truly think of a movie you haven't seen in 10 years, 15 years, and fucking sign yourself up for the ride of your life and rewatch it. Now, some people out there, they remember everything and, you know, but there's, so it's very hard to find the perfect movie that you can have this experience with. But if you're like me, maybe it's Scream for you as well. So, I have almost nothing else to say. I'm pretty much out of ideas. Oh, you guys asked me questions and you sent in freaking topics. What am I doing? I like forgot how to podcast. I forget how to podcast every week. And then I, I podcast and I do bad until I remember how to do it. And even then, I oh, good. That story got deleted where I asked you guys for topics. Great. Oh, no, I screenshotted it. Okay, the other thing too. Wait, hold on. I'll get to that in a second. I screenshotted your topics. Um, How to make lunch not sad. This is so hard. Ew underscore Erica. How to make lunch not sad. It's all about the sauce. Get yourself a sauce that's like a little bit nicer than what you would maybe normally get and or make a sauce. I think sauce is, they say variety is the spice of life. I think sauce is the key to life and the key to excitement. Sauce will spice up your meals. It will spice up your bedroom. It will spice up everything in your life. So I would say, you know, get yourself like a miso soy glaze or like a, a make yourself like a, a special dressing. I just think sauce is key. Key to life. Hashtag sauce is a key to life. <sighs> um, low underscore scan asks, what are the best hot dog toppings? Now I'm from Chicago, so that should tell you a lot about me. Um, I honestly do everything. A Chicago style hot dog is one of the best. I'm, aren't I supposed to be vegan? (laughs) I'm like checking my notes like, wait, I'm actually vegan. Let me get the paper sounds. Actually, I'm fucking supposed to be vegan, but I'm really struggling with that. Because it's a pandemic, I've got access to almost nothing. I have been a little sketchy about my veganism. I'm a sketchy vegan. I'm not a fake vegan. I'm a sketchy vegan. I have not had a hot dog in many years, but I so I shouldn't be like advertising for hot dog, the hot big hot dog industry. Um, if you're gonna eat a hot dog, I say eat all beef hot dog, and I say go Chicago style relish, celery salt, chopped onion, um, tomato fucking thick ass pickle and actually what I have done a lot I'm just now remembering why this feels so fresh for me is because when I am in Chicago my parents and I we will get now this is where the meat eaters start to come in and hate on me I get hate from the vegans I get hate from the meat eaters here's the meat eaters are gonna get mad I get the bun I get all the toppings and I don't get the hot dog and it's 
it's just as good. It. I'm telling you, the fucking toppings is that's what makes it good. It's not the meat. It's the toppings. Do it for a hamburger. The nothing, we call this the nothing burger in my family. We go to Shake Shack. We get our bun. We get extra lettuce, extra tomato, extra onion, extra pickle. We just fucking get it. And it's a crunchy, delicious, ketchupy, mustardy sandwich. And I'll do the same thing with a hot dog. And honestly, as a hot dog, it's even better. I have never had a Shake Shack hot dog though. So I feel like they don't have all the right toppings there. They could though. The meat, and I, if Dave, my mystery man fiance, if he heard me say this, he'd, he'd fight me. He'd be like, you're crazy. No, it's the toppings. You guys, try it. Seriously. Eat a hot dog bun with all the fucking ingredients, the toppings, no meat, it will be good. I know the meat eaters are sitting there like stewing at me. They're beef stewing at me right now. And I don't want to hear it. Let me believe in my beliefs and you can believe in your beliefs. And we can coexist. And I wonder, I feel like even the vegans will be mad at me for this. Because the vegans are like, what? It's not about the toppings. Just get a veggie dog. No. I... My parents are vegan and the strict vegan rule in their house is like they don't do substitutes. So my dad will not do fake cheese. He won't do fake meat. It's got to be just real food. He doesn't want the fake food. So I try to follow that, but obviously I fail. I fail. Um, there was something else I want. Oh, okay. So this is kind of a bummer. This is not my favorite topic, but I thought I would check in about this topic. So today is February 22nd, 2021, as I'm recording this, and it is officially two years to the day that we found out that Brody Stevens had passed away from suicide. And that just sucks, right? This is, there's just nothing good to say. But I also feel like you, a lot of people are sad and are thinking about Brody and are wanting to connect with someone else out there who is thinking about Brody too and who is remembering this person who was so different than anybody else who was so themselves in a way that no no one else could ever be. This person who was funny, who was fucking vulnerable and honest to, to a flaw, fault, is that how you say it? He was so open and honest That I think that's why we all, those of us who are fans of his, those of us who knew him, those of us who are just consuming his work maybe in recent times, I feel like the reason that we connect with him so much is because he 
was so honest and open with all of us and was not holding back and was not embarrassed and was not shy and just let it all out there and that made us all feel like we really got to know him in a way that we probably didn't even get to know people that we actually know very well but you really couldn't get to know Brody and um I felt a massive failing failing not feeling failing um when Brody passed away I felt a responsibility I felt a a, I felt such like such a failure because I was there for Brody when he came out of from the mental hospital and he needed a place to live and he needed a place to live uh you know near someone who could keep an eye on him who could check in and I had set Brody up to live in in my apartment building he was one floor below me and he ended up staying there for a year and you know I would take him to Trader Joe's like just kind of reintroduce him to being an adult man that took care of himself and um we would hike every night at seven o'clock we'd hike Runyon Canyon actually I think it was 7 I would leave work at seven as a babysitter and we'd meet up at 7 15 down in the lobby we'd hike Runyon um and I really felt so much I, like I got self-esteem from being there for him and he was certainly there for me as well uh, and it's just I mean now I'm just judging myself because I'm talking about how I was there for someone but I'm almost trying to explain that and convey that there is something selfish about that 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 I benefited from being there for him because I really just liked Brody I like funny people if you're funny and weird I'm like down to to just do whatever to hang out and laugh and we would hike and we he would make me laugh I'm not even gonna say we would laugh because honestly he would just make me laugh and I feel like I really wasn't there at all in uh, towards the end. I wasn't there. <laughs> now you know. I I wasn't there. And, I, you know, I was supposed to do his podcast. And, of course, I had to reschedule. And I watched back some of his last periscopes. And people said, where's Esther? And he said, Esther's busy. And I don't know why I'm sharing this. I really don't because 
these are things, these are the things that I talked about and said and repeated over and over again, uh, you know, after he passed away and the guilt that I felt and that I still feel. But I, I've also, you know, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm sorry to leave you guys hanging. I I am having a really hard time coping with uh, with this. I hate it. <laughs> I hate that uh, that that happened. It's so, it's just so bad that that happened. It's so unreal. And there's nothing you can do. There's, li- there's nothing. I can go drive to Reseda and sit by the bench that has his name on it. And I can go to the comedy store and put my hand on the, the, on his name on the wall. And I can uh, watch old episodes of our podcast together. And I can walk our old walk. I can sit in the lobby of our old hotel, of our old apartment building, but who what's that gonna do nothing's gonna do nothing he's not he's gone that's over and I don't really know how to cope with that um I know that every everyone who loses someone it's always complicated and sad and emotional and confusing and um this one is really like a doozy. I, I've had to shut myself off so hard from really uh, experiencing this pain because I, it was so difficult for me that I just had to like turn the button off. I just had to say, nope, not thinking about this anymore. I can't cry for three hours every night anymore that hurts my body. I I got, I was getting sick. And so I don't really know how to cope with these kinds of losses. And a suicide is really bad. A suicide is, it leaves you, it leaves you with no matter what, it leaves you with the feeling of what could what could I have done? No matter what. That's it. <laughs> um, I guess I can talk about this more if people feel like it's helpful. But um, that's it. It's a loss and it is affecting a lot of people. And it's a bummer and it's COVID and everybody has experienced most people have experienced a painful loss and um, all we have to do is just keep keep on going. Keep on eating and drinking and eating candy and uh, walking 
and cooking breakfast tacos and calling friends and uh, trying, keep trying. So I'm fine. I hope you're fine too. Just fine and nothing better. Nothing worse and nothing better. I've been Esther. I will see you guys next time. Stay positive and fun. It's Esther.